on this episode of Why Watch That. So what is going on with this preposition? <laughs> How dare you say preposition to these people? It's <laughs> a preposition. I'm on the edge of my seat and you're just <laughs> teasing. You actually are. You're like leading in. Wait yes. You know what? These shows owe me a royalty. Is there the rancor? Do we have that here? See, you're doing all of that, and some of us are like, okay, mm -hmm, what are you talking about? If you about? saw the original movie, come on now. Oh, who oh, remembers that? It's wetting our whistle for yeah. three. But you you know. can't, like, how many whistles are you wetting? <laughs> like, you have to pull that out. I ain't looking at nobody's head, though, no, anyway. I don't care what the reason is. You keep that prophecy, I'm sorry. It's bad enough you gotta sit in front of the man. I'm not licking your hand on top of it. <laughs> anyway. Why Watch That as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head -head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why Watch, Watch That. Critic? Yes. Critic! What? Have you heard? We just got a buy me a coffee page. Uh -oh. <laughs> What's that? Boy, come on. It's a place where listeners can support our work for as little as $5. $5. Pretty much the price of a coffee. I don't drink no coffee. What you talking about? Well, you don't drink anything but water <laughs> and eat raw potatoes. But <laughs> I guess they can buy you a popcorn. How about that? Oh, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, everyone, look, visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that to support our work or purchase our valuable resources. Yeah, you know what? We just added the TV trackers to help you curate a collection of shows you'll love to watch. So find this and more ways to support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. So Critic, are you going to buy me a coffee? Maybe. The Why Watch That Talk. All right, everybody. We've got some mishmash goose posh. <laughs> I like to call it. It's television. We're talking TV. And there are some interesting, there are some interesting things to talk about. We have definitely some um, new stuff that we want to talk about. We also have something new. <laughs> Just say it like that. And, and to be honest with everybody, this, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about, I'm really, really, really eager to hear what the critic has to say because hmm. it is new <laughs> and i'm gonna <laughs> and you'll know why i'm saying it like that and then of course we are saying goodbye for a season to a beloved um franchise installment um or the franchise itself is beloved we'll see if this installment is oh. beloved and then we're going to say hmm sneaking around to <laughs> something that Seems familiar. I'll just say oh, that. Oh. They, we, 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 we love to, <laughs> yes, we love to revisit those things. So let's get started and let's talk about a new TV show that is on HBO Max. Can we just take a second and recognize that HBO Max is pumping them out? 
Yeah. And they are taking from all places across the pond, from the year, from there, <laughs> and uh, from Italy, shall we say. Um, but HBO Max is bringing to us The Girl Before, which is not a new series. It is a mini series. And I often wonder, what's the difference between a mini series and a limited series? There's no difference. So I'm thinking not. Um <laughs> You know what I think? I think that most of the Brits do miniseries, which is, you know, they do like intensely three or four episodes, Mm -hmm. um, but it's in a season. So is that a miniseries? So anyway, that's that's my thought of miniseries, limited (laughs) series. But before we get into all of that, I'd like you to get into what this The Girl Before is all about. Oh, my goodness. So we have this visionary architect, and he's created this wonderful modern home, and we're, you know, we're in Great Britain. And it's played by David Oyelowo. Now, his name is Edward. But to get into this wonderful modern state-of-the-art edifice. You have to be approved by him. And it's not monetary, by the way. So you go, uh, yeah, you go through all of these stages and he, you know, a lot of the people who apply, he doesn't even interview. He doesn't even want to see them. Now, what we see is Gugu Mbatha-Raw's character, Jane. She goes in. Great name. Don't we love it? She goes in, sees the home, and is like, hey, maybe I can do this. Now, you know, the people selling this, the representatives are like, "Mm, he has a lot of rules. Like, you can't move him with a lot of stuff. You can't leave things on the floor. You know, you can't have kids over. The outside area really, you know, it's not really what you would normally use an outside area for. Okay. Now, this house has... Uh, like a virtual butler. Okay. Okay. So it's AI going on. It'll it'll choose like a playlist for you without you asking. Think. Oh, what is happening? You okay. know, it'll learn your preferences for heat, the shower, all of this stuff. All right. But can you get in? So she goes in. She's willing to go through all of these strictures, and of course, she meets Edward. What's that meeting like? And of course, she ends up in the home. No one has been in this house for three years. And three years ago, we also see another person who went through a same, uh, the same kind of procedure. And this is Emma, played by Jessica Plummer. Now, Emma and her partner, Simon, played by Ben Hardy, they moved into this house. Now, what is going on? What happens when Jane figures out that Emma was in this house? She doesn't figure this out from Emma. She figures it out from Simon. Because somebody keeps leaving flowers outside of the home. She gets rid of them. They come back. Simon's involved. How? What does he tell her? What does she start unearthing? And when it comes to Emma, again, three years before Jane, what does she figure out about the home itself? It's history. What's going on with Edward? What is the significance of this home and Hmm. how does it attach? What's the link? And what does it mean to be the girl before exactly? Yeah, I was wondering that. Hmm. 
So look, something has happened to everyone here. Something is driving them, some sort of tragedy that is bringing them all together. Now, when we get to the end of the first episode, we're building up to something and there's a big reveal. But in that reveal, in that moment, I went, ooh, you didn't develop it enough and it lost me. I was just like, ooh, that was a Mm. bit much too soon. You didn't earn it. I'm not ready to go there. Because when it comes to Emma... I really don't care about her. Don't care. Oh, whoa. I was interested in Jane more than Emma. That story. So that's the difficulty here for me. It wasn't bad. Uh, You know, watching David, is he playing a villain or not? That was interesting. Mm. Um, So I would say this, everybody. If you like Harlan Coben stuff, that stuff on Netflix that shows up from the Brits, just look it up. If you like that stuff, then you might like the girl before. That stuff to me, I just can't connect to it. It's just not, it just doesn't, it's not grounded enough for me. But it's not bad. And here we go on HBO Max. Only Well, it's only four yeah. episodes, so it's not a huge commitment. And you'll probably find out if you really are into it. Yeah. A couple episodes in. So let's move on to what I've been teetering around um it's the new peacock (laughs) it's the new peacock series yes is it though new in west philadelphia born and raised no you don't get to do that you don't get to do that because it's different yeah right Uh uh-huh yes it is it's not that Okay, we're talking about Bel Air. And (laughs) I, you know, I have to, we've been hearing about Bel Air for quite some time. I remember Mm -hmm. they released a teaser a while back. I think even before they had a cast, they were teasing Mm -hmm. about making the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yep, you heard me right. That Will, the one that put Will Smith on the mark acting wise. He was already a a big star as a, as a rapper. I mean, yeah, parents just don't understand. Come on now. Yes. Yes, I mean, was he a rapper? (laughs) No, he was. But um, they've decided to take a different twist. Now, remember, um, BET did this with Boomerang. Mm -hmm. So Boomerang was a big, huge comedy that was a movie in the 90s. And they decided to take it into drama as a TV series. Did it work? Well, you'll have to listen to the critics' reviews. Now they've decided to do the same with The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and make it a drama. Yes. Mm. And the first three episodes are available. <laughs> yeah, it might be four by now. Who knows? At, well, as of taping. <laughs> uh, as, as of your watching, rather. Yes, yes. You, you've seen the... Have, well, we'll see if you've seen the first three episodes. <laughs> And it's about 10 in total, but they've already, they're already swinging for another season. So that's a good sign, I think. It's a lot of skepticism around this and a lot of excitement and a lot of questions. Yeah. And the question is this, this is the essence as you are reviewing. Mm -hmm. We want to know this as listeners Mm -hmm. and fans is it's what I say about all the Marvel things? Is this necessary? 
<laughs> is it necessary mm -hmm. to have this? Now, if you were to talk to, you know, you about something, some things are necessary. Mm -hmm. Some sequels are necessary. X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> that sequel was necessary. Uh, Days of Future Past, that one was necessary. Oh, oh. Lots of lots of things are necessary. Is this? Mm. And this was based on a, a short film done by a fan. Just the idea. There it is. What if this were a drama? You know, the Smiths saw it. They liked it. Here we go. You know the story, don't you? You better know the story. It's just a drama. So this starts, it doesn't start with Will, you know, finally showing up in ballet. Of course. Like sitcom. It starts with him in Philly with his mom. You know, he's a, a top basketball prospect. He has people scouting him. He's going to college. You know, he has a future. And he has a best friend who is not Jeff, not Jazzy Jeff. It's somebody else in this show. And, you know, they both play basketball. It's kind of like he got game, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they get into a little bet on the basketball court in Philly. You know, money's on the line. People's rep is on the line, like they say in Malcolm X. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what happens? It ain't good. Both Will and his best friend are in mortal danger. Mortal? Actually, yes, mortal. mortal. So no, there was no basketball that just hit somebody's head. And no, no, no. After the game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, after the game, something goes down. There's a some beef. There's some, you know, there's an arm armamentarium. I'll put it that way, involved. And so Will's mom was like, you need to go. You ain't safe. And you're going across the country to your aunt and your uncle in Bel Air. Did he whistle for a cab? No, he didn't. But he does have, I guess he's an Uber driver. I don't even know. That's Jazz. Jazzy Jeff. Jazz is the one who drives him to this mansion in Bel Air. Okay. Okay. Now, he doesn't know his aunt and uncle and cousins. He don't know them. He hasn't seen them. So they're all strangers. And you know who they are. It's the same characters. Including Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey is there. But is he British? He is. Well, he's, oh. he, he's, but he's of Jamaican origin, right? Kind of like, oh, I okess okay. Jeffrey may have yes, been. Yes, the, the red Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's the same kind of thing. He was born in Jamaica. He then, you know, immigrated to Great Britain and so on. And now he's in Bel Air somehow. But Jeffrey in how you think of him in the sitcom. He's more like an assistant. He has some smarts. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, Uncle Phil takes Jeffrey seriously. He's not yes. just showing up, you know, with some food and serving people. It's not like that. Mm -hmm. So, okay. You know, that's he's the first person at this mansion that Will encounters. And then Will sees on Viv. He meets, you know, Hillary. Now, Hillary is not the Hillary from the sitcom. She's not okay. Dixie. She has a budding career as really um, a chef. That's what she oh, wants not, to do. Not, 
Not weather. She's not doing. No, not weather. (laughs) Now, see, they could have done that. They could have done that. That would have been great. (laughs) Yes, yes. No, you know, she had. She's like trying to build her following online and creating these recipes that are based on her history, but you know, elevating them. And you know, her mother has these connections because Aunt Viv. What she does is she's a, a art history professor. So, you know, she has some connections, you know, can she get that done? And what's Hillary going to do about it? And Hillary welcomes Will in, you know, fully. But what about Carlton? That's the toughest character. Please do explain. So they're the same age. They are going to go to the same school. Carlton is very popular at this private school. He plays lacrosse. Okay. Hmm. He's the Jackie Robinson lacrosse. I'm like, is he? I don't think so. Okay, y'all need to rewrite that. Look at your history. So, okay. And so he's supposed to show Will the ropes. But you know how that's going to go down. Yeah. And Carlton has some issues. Okay. Well, there's already memes out there, so... Mm. We we you know, we've seen it. We've snuck, substances we've, are we've part of his sniffed life. around. Yeah, and, oh, and, see that? <laughs> Sniff it. See that? Certain substances. I won't tell you what. I won't tell you why. And there is a girl. Is it the girl before? No. But there is a girl. Will sees her. What's her history with Colton? And how does this start things a swirling? Also, Will encounters Carlton with his lacrosse buddies rapping a song some words are rapped and some people ain't happy about what they hear Mm -hmm. so this leads to a big old fight Carlton and Will Carlton's best friend and Will how's this going to turn out no little sister and well basically so far Ashley's barely there. Sorry, Ashley. Aww. She's there. She's 12. We like Ashley. Yeah. She's just there. You know, okay. they haven't gotten to developing her yet, which makes mm-hmm. sense. I mean, you know, okay. We'll get around to Ashley. Now, Uncle Phil is running to become the DA. That's what he's doing. Okay. So this is a political thing. The whole family has agreed, and now Will is coming. Now, he is doing his wife and her family a solid. Keep that in mind. This ain't his blood. So mm-hmm. he's bringing Will into his home during this campaign. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that Will sees is really a pseudo campaign event. What happens? What's Will going to say? Does he know ropes? And how does Uncle Phil deal with him? Now, Uncle Phil is not the uptight Uncle Phil we know from the sitcom. Okay. He understands, okay? He has an understanding of what young Will is going through, but he also has another understanding about what you're going to be going through. Okay. Okay. How does this complicate, though, Carlton's relationship with his own father? Mm -hmm. Because Uncle Phil has to be the father figure for Will. He's brought him into his home. Right. Aunt Viv has got to be a mother figure for Phil. His mother is in Philly. Mother figure for Will. For Will, mm-hmm. sorry, yes. Mm-hmm. His mother's in Philly. Mm-hmm. A lot of complications are bound. 
And how's Will going to feel about leaving his boy back in Philly? He's safer in Bel Air, or is he? His boy is still in the same environment. Now, this is a drama, right? Yeah, that's it's what it says. It's a dramatic length. Okay. Watching this, you know, I remember when the Fresh Prince of Bel Air premiered. I did. I remember. I remember watching the first episode. Mm -hmm. Remember it. I remember all of us going, Ooh, is Will Smith going to embarrass himself? Quincy Jones put his rep on the line to say, Cast him. Is it going to work? It worked. It had cultural significance and importance. Mm -hmm. Does this? Now, does it need to? Now, what I will say in execution is there's some posturing here. Sometimes they go too far in the drama and they didn't earn mm. it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, mm, that didn't land. It's not terrible, but I'm not buying all of it. And some of the shifts into the drama is just abrupt. I'm like, whoa, like, I wish they had a little more humor. Just a touch yes. more. Just a little nod to the original. But what I would say is I think it has enough style to keep people's attention. And I actually did want to see what was going to happen. Okay. Like I, I wanted to see where they were going with this, despite the occasional awkwardness. So I would say if you are an all-American all and like swagger fan, this is probably going to work. It might even be better than those shows. I don't well, know. it's interesting that you did not say, and again, I asked my question was, is it necessary? Uh, no. What you didn't say mm -hmm. was if you are a fan of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And there you go. Yeah. There see, you it, go. It would depend on... See, also, it's your age. That's another mm -hmm. question, if you're a fan of that. Because it's a, it is a drama. That's where they're going with it. You might want to just check it out to see how you react to the idea of that. How they turn it into a drama. Some of it's smart. Some of it is, some of it you go, oh, okay, I see how you did that. Like, I didn't tell you how Jazz figures into this because he comes mm -hmm. back. Because Will has to figure out how to fit. How is he going right. to do that? Who is he going to reach out to? You know, and other wrinkles they add in. So I would say if you're interested, check it out and see how it hits you. Uh, it hit me better than I expected, even though it has some problems. You know, the interesting thing about this, and I don't, we don't have to belabor it, but... Mm -hmm. Will on the Freshman to Bel Air is so much grounded in the Will Smith yes. that we saw growing up. So even you referring to this character as Will mm -hmm. in Bel Air, yeah. I'm having a hard time with it. So I may be <laughs> one of those folks yes. who will have to work really hard to separate it from what was before and just treat it as his own. So yeah. there you yeah. have it. Now, what about epics? We don't talk about epics quite that much. I mean, there are some things we do talk about, but not a whole bunch. There's a new show called From. That's it. That's all you get. From. From. Just that preposition alone. That's it. <laughs> so it's um, a new show. I don't know much about it, to be honest. You um, had available to you at least the first three episodes. Not sure if you watched them all or yet. Um, and it's about 10 in total. So what is going on with this preposition? <laughs> How dare you say preposition to these people? people that's a preposition. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh, die, all of that. Dead. All of it. Now, 
There is this town somewhere in the United States, I presume. Where is it? I don't want to know. I hope I never find it. And in this town, it looks kind of like old school, not quite all the way developed. You know, they have a diner. They have, you know, regular old homes you might see somewhere out on the countryside. And what we find at the beginning is there are people at a diner. It's about to be dark and it's all time for them to go. And they don't like leave, you know, leisurely. They go. They're polite to each other, but it's time to go home. There is the sheriff played by Harold Perrineau who walks down the main thoroughfare ringing a bell. Everybody needs to go home. They're pulling down the shades and closing the door. Oh my god. Turning on the lights. So the lights don't go off. They go on. Oh. Why? Well, there is one man who's at the bar Passed out on the floor. The barkeeper's like, look, you need to get home. But he's gone. The, the man's like, fine, you just stay in here with me. But your wife's going to be angry. And we see his wife, and he has a young daughter there at home waiting for him to come. The young daughter's like, is daddy coming home, mom? She said he should be on his way, but he's not. She's got to close up without him in the home. Mm. And what we find is why? The little girl is in her room and she hears a voice from outside her window. Now, remember, everybody has the shades drawn. The doors are locked. Oh, my gosh. She goes to the window. She lifts the shade. And what does she find? Her mother's horrified. I won't tell you what happened. Oh, you silly, silly, silly man. Now, the next day. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat and you're just teasing. You actually are. You're like leading in. Wait, yes. Now, what's look. going on? You know, I have, you know what? These shows owe me a royalty. No, what I, oh, I, I, I don't like it. I sell y'all show. And you I get do. people to go, wait, I need to see what's going on. I'm curious. Now, the next day. There is a family. They're like in a Winnebago. Mother, father, sister, brother. The sister's older. You know, she's like an older sister with a younger brother. Teasing the boy. He's like, mom, you know, that kind of thing. They're just enjoying their time driving. They find a tree in the road. They're on the highway. Is this at night? No, it's during the day. Okay. So... They go, okay, let's go back and try to find a way. You know, there was an exit earlier. Let's go back. They exit their way into this town I just mentioned. And they find that maybe they have to stay. What does that mean? They have to stay. When they enter the town, the people go, oh, no. (laughs) Oh. like, And then, you know, the sheriff is like, look, everybody, we've all been here before. What are they talking about? We've all been here before. You know, don't tell, don't say anything to them. Him and his deputy, they are the only ones who talk to these people because they like, how do we get out? No one talks to them except for the sheriff and the deputy. Mm. Now, something happens to this family that's not so good, and night is about to come. Oh, Locals are apoplectic. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> because it's not just them. It's also another car with some other strangers that they got to deal with. You can't stay out at night. Do the freaks come out? They might. I don't know who's coming out. You won't <laughs> tell us. The freaks come out at night. Now look. The freaks come out. Look. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm aging myself anyway. Yes, you are. <laughs> now, one more thing. The sheriff has a son. And the okay. son does not live with him. He lives like in this home with all of these different people. And they have their own rules about how you handle the situation I've just described. What's going on with them? And everybody, it seems, almost has someone they've entered this town with. What does that mean? Some people have been there longer than others. And whatever is calling to you from the outside at night is very tempting and very dangerous. So can they explain this to newcomers in a way that keeps everybody safe? I can't tell you. Mm -hmm. And what does from mean? From where? From what? Mm. Now... All of this sounds wonderful. I like the like. Yeah, the idea, I mean, get, uh, what's yeah, yeah. I love the idea of it, but the execution was just a bit too lax. It wasn't sharp enough. <sighs> Some of the stuff from the sheriff, Hera Parano. I was like, I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying that. That didn't land for me. We've got to get to it. Like when you have this, you want to grab the audience by the throat and not let them go. Come on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, what I was thinking about is a couple of AMC shows, The Walking Dead. Of course. Nosferatu. And on Cinemax, there was Outcast, that kind of thing. Even the Sounds movie, like The, the Bird. The Bird Box. Bird Box has a little more spice to it. That's oh, what I would say. That bland? Well, you know, like in pacing... Like, you think you got to slow it down. Okay, Bird Box moves so fast that some of the stupidity you don't even remember. You don't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that's the brilliance of Bird Box. You got, <laughs> you, know, you got the right cast and you just move it. Just move it along. Okay. <laughs> but I, but the mist is probably closer. Okay. But you don't, you don't get like Marsha Gay Harden's crazy character, stuff like that. Now. With all of that said, what I really would rather is if this reminded me of The Leftovers. See, with the dark, I also want wonder. Give me wonder and pain. That's what's interesting. I mean, it's on Netflix. I, what's next? All right. Well, let's move on to a finale. We're going to say goodbye, at least for this season. Mm. We don't know how many more books there'll be, but <laughs> we are talking about the book of Boba Fett. Fett. How do we say Fett? Um, Baba Boba. I keep saying it differently. Um, it's this is the spinoff. You could say it's a spinoff of Star Wars, but it's really the spinoff of The Mandalorian. Yes. Because that's where we first discovered it. And I hear mm. that there were some appearances yes. by some familiar folks. Mm. Um, from The Mandalorian. And the question is this, always for me, at the end of the day, The Mandalorian is was such an anomaly in mm. itself. Mm -hmm. You know, you think you've exhausted everything that you could 
from Star Wars. But then we, John Favreau and team, create this whole other just wonderfulness. Yes. And to be honest with you, with this show, I I didn't um, run to my mm-hmm. subscription and watch it. I still haven't watched it yet. And there's a reason why. Mm. Is there? At the end of the day, she's the one who began it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I said in my first review of this that this show is for people who are connected to the store worlds. Store worlds. The Star Wars. <laughs> the Star Wars mythology in some way. Yes. In some way. Not that you have to go all the way down the rabbit hole, but unlike the Mandalorian. Unlike the Mandalorian, that's right. You could be fresh. Yes. Start fresh. Because you get to see Boba beautifully played by Tamira Morrison. You get to see really how he got out of that ingestion. Okay. How he met with the Tusken Raiders. How they trained him in the ways of the desert. What that experience did to him moving forward. And then... In real time, how he's taken over for Jabba the Hutt on Tatooine as <laughs> the crime lord. Is there the Rancor? Do we have that here? See, you're doing all of that, and some of us are like, okay, mm-hmm, what are you talking about? If you about? saw the original movie, come on now. Oh, who oh, remembers that? Gosh. I was. Are you kidding? That's, that's iconic. I was five. I don't remember most of that, or six, or wherever I was. I don't remember how much, how old I was. Y'all. And of course, we have Finnick Shand as well at his right side, left side, every side. So in the early going, we see how he's trying to shore up this underworld business. Now, the Hutt family, are they non plus? The Hutt family. Yeah, the Hutt family. The Hutts. The Hutts, (laughs) that's right. Okay, because you just can't take job of stuff and not have somebody try to come. No. We know that there is this syndicate as well going on because the spice, it's very profitable. It sounds like Dune. Now, keep in mind, Star Wars yes, stole it, from Dune. It, they it stole. But let's not even. So they did. And the, the more you watch, you like, I mean, come on, y'all. We just like this literal Dune stuff. So we have the whole spice thing driving this. And that comes more into the second half of this season. Now, with that said, later on in the season, Mando shows up. And I was watching this going, is this the Mandalorian now? Like, is this the shadow season of the Mandalorian? The shadow season. The shadow season. I mean, because Mando shows up, has his own episode, which, uh, like, this Wait, was- Mando, the, the Mandalorian? Are you, yes. Is it? Okay, there we go. I'm like, who's Mando? Is that another? Goes, goes right up. Okay. So he shows up. We see in this is uh, episode five. Like there was some great stuff with him dealing with um, like if you saw the end of the previous season of The Mandalorian, you're there. (laughs) Yes. Who he met up with, who he's moving forward with. Yes. We see more of the backstory of where they've come from. Mandalore. With, with that person? Yes. Really? So she tells the story and they show it. 
Unlike in the Eternals, when you get the words on the screen, they actually show the action, which is nice. Hello, wake up. I mean, how are you going to spend all this money and then put it on the screen in words? Like, that's ridiculous. Anyway, let me not go down that Don't di- Don't digress. So the dark saber he has, that mythology for the people of Mandalore. Like, I was like, oh, this is it. And then we digress. That's really what this show has done. That's a problem. It's a lot of digression. And then I was like, well, what happened to Boba Fett? This is the book of Boba Fett. Like, he just disappears until the very end. We come back to him. Like, okay, we get- It's wetting our whistle for yeah. three. But you you know. can't, like, how many whistles are you wetting? <laughs> Like, like, uh, you have to pull that out. You have to pull that out. (laughs) What am I? And then after that, we get this compelling half of of an episode. And then we go, he comes back to Tatooine, the Mandalorian. He's with the mechanic. And it's like, this is like a waste of my time. I don't need to see her build a ship for him for like half an episode. Like, come on. And, th- and then l- talking about some of the problems, like they 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 told fans, look, you're going to see things you've never seen in the Star Wars universe, like certain colors you've never seen because fans are very protective. We get like these Power Rangers people. Why? Oh. Like, I-, I still don't know why they were there. You just there to upset us? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's just stupid. Like, like if you're going to do that, make it good. Make it make sense. I don't know what they're doing with that. And then, you know, you get that kind of stuff. You get some fan favorites they misused here. I'm not going to tell you how. Some people show up, you go, oh, and then you go, oh. Like, in the end, you have this big fight thing, including the Power Rangers. They show up again. And it's like almost a King Kong thing they went through. I'm like, okay, like, why are we doing King Kong? I don't know. But then you also get some good stuff. I mentioned the Huts, the Tuscan Raiders. Black Chrysanthemum shows up. If you are really deep into this lore, you go, oh, Black Chrysanthemum is there. Okay. We get my boy Raylan Givens back. That's not his character in this show, but that's who he is to me. Timothy Mm. Oliphant is Raylan Givens. He shows up again and you get a great villain. Now, this villain was introduced in whatever that animated series was that I'd never watched, mm-hmm. that where uh, Ahsoka was also in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name is Cad Bane. Now, he's a representative of the syndicate. Oh, and he is voiced magnificently by Corey Burton. I've got to shout him out. Like, the look of Cad, I don't know, and neither do some of the fans. But the sound... He might need his own spinoff. Like that, I was like, now, but the problem is we don't spend enough time of the good stuff Mm. because they're having a bit too much fun in this show with those kinds of nuggets. So there were some great moments. There were some moments that fizzled. I wanted an excellent narrative. I wanted urgency here. And Did we see the child? mm, Well, I didn't say. I did say there's some fan favorites that show up. Okay, okay, okay. Now, you get the Mandalorian. What else do you think you get? The child. Well, yeah. And and the child. And and what else? (laughs) Like, where do we end off? Right. With the man. Like, just think that way. Does it seem like it's teeing up for season three? Is that what it was? Just in parts. You know, again, it's a confused show because they're trying Mm. to do too much. 
at first you're like, okay, Boba Fett. And then they're like, no, Mandalorian. And then it's like, oh, a big mess. King Kong. Like, I don't know. You have to watch it to find out. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Like, please. Everybody who's seen that is upset. Okay. Whether they know why or not. Like, even people who don't know why to be upset about that Power Rangers nonsense, they are upset. No offense to the actors who were hired. I'm glad you got a check. But no thank you. Now, from this, here's what I thought, and this is my ending thought. The Obi-Wan Kenobi show coming? Sure, I do want to see that. I want to see Ewan do that. I'm interested. The Ahsoka show? Does everybody need a show? I do. Why don't y'all just whatever <laughs> character you haven't done, I'll show. I'll play the Rancor. Give me my own show. No, you're going to play the Power Ranger. <laughs> I will do the Power Ranger too. And y'all can hate. You can hate and I will hate that check they're giving me. So that's fine. <laughs> like, I... <sighs> okay. All right. All right. Well, there that is. It's there. I mean, you've already got Disney Plus. If you've got children, you've got Disney Plus. (laughs) So, you know, why not watch it? A lot of Star Wars fans, like you said, have very mixed reviews about this. But it sounds like it the there's enough nuggets to to um, dream a little and just be a little bit nostalgic and to wonder. (laughs) So if you're if you're willing to sift through all of that, it's just seven episode so it's not like that much tor- yeah. torture but let's talk about a sneak peek that you got a chance to see oh. it's a new tv series based on a very familiar subject <laughs> that the history channel has milked oh i watch that sneak peek and not just the history channel i mean you could talk about thor i mean you could see for some reason, the Vikings are back and it's like, mm. it's like zombies, you know, <laughs> the zombie genre. Remember, remember the vampires went through, through their thing yeah. and then, you know, the zombies are now weaning. They're starting to go. Yeah. I feel like the Vikings are next because <laughs> we also have other, you know, like King. We also have other yeah. nods yeah. to it. But this is Vikings Valhalla. And we know about the mythology of Valhalla. If you don't know, first five seasons. No, as I said, five seasons. First five seasons of of Vikings. Yeah, it's called Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Right? Mm-hmm. Not the Vikings. Okay, no. Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, right. On the History Channel, you will know all about Valhalla. And if you know anything about Thor or any any of it, Valhalla yeah. is. Um, Definitely something that people are just, you know, giddy about. Well, this is the Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings. Prequel, if you will. It's Netflix. Yes, it is. So you've got Netflix money, but yes. do you have the attention that is needed to details to make it work? And that's the real question here. Mm-hmm. You've got about 12 episodes coming at us and you know sometime in february i think we're saying the 25th as of now uh you'll be able to check it out what are we dealing with here what's going on (laughs) and actually you know i'm totally said i'm just i'm I'm, trav i'm just feeling some kind of way that's all (laughs) yeah and i need to update my notes it's eight episodes here oh and they're they've committed to 24 episodes total netflix has okay so that's not 24 totals over multiple seasons. Exactly. 
Okay. So we've gotten eight so far. If they do, that would be three seasons. If they do eight per, who knows how they're gonna split it up? Which three seasons for Netflix means something, everybody? Just so you know, it means something. Now, for Valhalla, just keep in mind, everybody. Valhalla is this: if you fight as a Viking and you <laughs> fight valiantly, win or lose, you're going to Valhalla. That is your heaven. And that is a prime motivator of everything that goes along in Vikings uh, culture. Now, this is a hundred years after Vikings, this show. So we're getting people like Leif Erikson and so on. Oh. One of the most famous Vikings in this show. We still have Kattegat. <laughs> and we still have England, which is still run, is still ruled by a King Athelred. What? Yes! A hundred years later. Okay, so just be clear, this is literally a, I said prequel, a sequel. Sequel, this is yes. This is literally, so just to be clear, because mm-hmm. I was dipping around it, if you watch Vikings on sci-fi, or excuse me, History Channel, mm-hmm. You're going to see the continuation of that story on Netflix. Yes, like a hundred years. Years. But I mean, but still, let's just make sure Mm -hmm. everybody understands because maybe some fans will now want it. Like, oh, I love that. You know, let's let's move on. Oh, let me be clear. Just I'll say it right now. If you watch Vikings, you should watch this. Like, yeah. 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 You should. Now, what does that mean? (laughs) <laughs> so I haven't gotten there yet. Now, no, another no. thing, and they do reference certain characters from Vikings. They are legendary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bjorn. All right. The boneless. Ivar. <laughs> His father. Well, Their father. Well. No. Don't even, let's not even go to Ragnar Lothbrok. Okay. Let's oh, just leave Travis I'll they come back. Like, oh. are, are there parallel characters? That's a of question. Of course there are. Well, Why wouldn't there be? Well, I don't know. Now, what we have is this. The Vikings are still in England. They have their own settlement. They are working with the Brits and fine. But this King Athelred has had enough. <laughs> and he does a heinous act. And because of this act, the Vikings in Scandinavia are coming. Mm-mm. Now they have a King Canute and King Canute is going to unite the forces to go and kick some you know what when it comes to Athelred and everybody in England. Now Athelred has a son. He's a teenager. Think like Joffrey in Game of Thrones. No. I know, I know, exactly. (laughs) He's not quite as annoying as Joffrey. I'll say that. And he has a wife. And this wife is a Norman. Now, what does that mean? Remember Not a Mormon. No, no. Remember who went to Normandy in Vikings? Remember who? No. Ragnar's brother? Remember? Oh, okay. Because remember, Normandy really is now France. Right. Remember? Yo, yes, we do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Again, the Queen of England 
has Norman blood. What does that mean? Uh oh. And she has some ideas about how to handle these Vikings. Will she be taken seriously? And there is an advisor to the king. This advisor, when I saw this act, I was like, mm-hmm, from the Borgias. I was like, wait, watch him. Like, keep your eye on him. Now, his father wasn't trustworthy, is he? Because does he have to reclaim the family name? Or is the family name right exactly where it is? Mm. So we have this incoming war. Now, in addition, as the war is brewing, the you know, all the Viking contingent is coming to Kattegat. There is a queen in Kattegat. Now, this queen of Kattegat has African ancestry. It's about time. That's, that's all I got to say. Shoot. There are Moors. There are Moors. Well, do they explain it? And what I like about it is they don't dwell on it. She has no. like about three lines, takes care of all your questions, and we move forward. Thank you. There are mores. How did they get there? Well, she gonna tell you in three lines. Oh. So all of that is answered. You go, oh, okay. And the actor playing her is African-American and Swedish, I believe. It's like a Swedish pop star. Like, it's amazing, anyway. Lovely. So we have this queen... And the thing that's going on in Norway and Sweden in that area at this time is a clash between the old ways, the North Norse mythology and Christianity. Because a lot of Vikings have been converted. It's been a hundred years and they, some of them are exterminating pagans. Ooh. Oh yes. So Leif Erikson and his sister, Freydis, along with their friends, <laughs> are traveling to Kattegat. And they go, I mean, the wave they travel on, you go, how are they going to survive this? But it's Leif Erikson. So just them surviving and making it to Kattegat, the other boats don't. They go, who are these people? Because they've come from Greenland. Were they unemployed? I don't think so. Now, if you know the Princess Bride, you know what that is. Mm. So they've come from Greenland. They have never been to Kattegat. But Leif Erikson's father has a reputation. His nickname is The Red. Well, So is Leif happy about that? Does he want to create his own legacy? And the reason they've come is because something happened to his sister in the past where she has to avenge what someone did to her. It is tied up in the pagan versus Christian battle. Mm. Does she find her target? And what's the outcome of that? And because of that, they are swept into this war. Leif, his friends, his sister stays back though in Kattegat. <laughs> now, we also have, remember Harold, son of Ragnar? Yes. Well, his lineage going down, there is another Harold, Prince Harold. Oh my God. And Prince Harold sees Freydis and, you know, ooh, it's on. Uh-oh. But he's a Christian. Yes. What does that mean? He has a half-brother who will be king before him. Now, this half-brother, what's he up to? Because he's Christian, too. But he's a Christian that don't like no pagans. 
And how is King Canute going to keep all of this in check? Now, you'll see what happens when they get to England and move forward and so on and so forth and where we end at the end of the season. Do we have people finally figuring who they are and owning their own legacy is the question. <laughs> Do we have people getting their comeuppets? Do we have double crossing and triple crossing and quadruple crossing? Of course, crossing? yes. Yes. So without me saying any more and giving everything away, because there is another villain in here I didn't mention that. When no. this person shows up, you'll go, okay, we're in trouble. Also, oh, you know what I forgot to say? Just a little, a little tease. And I won't tell you whether this exists or not. What about that seer? Yes. Vikings? Do you have that again? Licking the Yes, hand? you do, because you're saying it. <laughs> no, I didn't oh. say that. I ain't licking nobody's hand, though, no, anyway. I'm not doing it. I don't care what the reason is. You can't <laughs> prophecy. I'm sorry. I'm not licking that hand. It's bad enough you got to sit in front of the man. I'm not licking your hand on top of it. <laughs> anyway. Now, in the opening moments of this ref. Oh, my gosh. I said to myself, this is bad. <laughs> like I was like, oh, my God. The first scene, I was like, oh, dude, this happened. But some people from that scene don't last. And then the show took off. It just literally took off. You see you see what happens after that first scene? It ain't good. You go, uh-oh. It's almost like red wedding kind of stuff from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. You get to leave. You get to cut the get. You get the war going. You get to see all of these different people. It is like early Vikings. That oh, that's okay. what this is like. Now Leif, you suck. You should have said yes. that. Stop. Now Leif is the standing for Ragnar. Now no one is Travis Fimmel with all those crazy looks. Nobody does it. But playing Leif, Sam Corlett, I was with him. I was he. I like him. I like Harold, played by Leo Suter. I like the rest of the cast, all of these wonderful people here. I'm not going to read all of their names. But they're not all Scandinavian. They have some British actors playing Vikings this time. Yeah, you knew they would. Yeah. Yeah. So all of this is very interesting if you like the original Vikings, especially around season two, maybe. I really enjoyed this. I want to see the next season. Oh, I didn't finish Vikings the series because I couldn't. It was just too much of the boneless (sighs) at the end. But I'm glad that we're back here. And I'm glad that after the first scene, so everybody, you got to get through that first scene because it's like, what is this look? What? It, like, it's off. Don't worry. The show starts after that. Well, you know, I do have to ask, I have to follow up because this is on Netflix and there are different yeah. rules with mm-hmm. how much, how far they can go. Again, before it was on History Channel, so yes. you could only go so far. Do they go there? They go there, but not way there. You okay. know, you see a little more, you know, you see some cheeks here and there, but it's not like um, a power show where you're like, okay, why do I have to see that? Like, there's no reason for this. Well, and but also yeah. murder and fighting and yeah, you know, yeah, but it's not going to be so, it, you're not going to go, oh, wow, it's on that. It's okay. not like that. No, 
Okay, good. Well, there you have it. That is our wrap of television. We have definitely covered the gambit. There's all sorts of things out there. And some nostalgia. We've covered that along with some new things that we... We don't even know what go those bump in the night for, with from. We I don't know what's going on. I still don't know what's going on in that show, but perhaps you want to check it out. All of that to say, stay locked here. Why, why watch that? We'll keep you abreast of the situation. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.